0: Hi, I'm Misty. And I'm Gina. We are both working moms who were unexpectedly thrust into the path of entrepreneurship. In this journey of transitioning from W2 to entrepreneur, we found each other. Now, together, we are learning and discovering all that is required to achieve success, not only as entrepreneurs, but also in all the roles we serve as women. This experience has taught us
1: that life is not meant to be lived or experienced in a silo and that it takes a tribe
0: to support one another. We invite you to join us as we laugh, love, and cry our way through all the lived experiences and lessons learned. And most importantly, we
1: invite you to plug into a place where you'll find inspiration, love, and support. Explore healthy boundaries, understand accountability, and gain the knowledge of how your life truly can be anything you decide. There will be stories of failure and triumphs, highs and lows, and everything between. And in these stories, we are sure you will find lots of aha moments, expanded awareness, and shifts in perceptions. So bring your favorite gardening tool as we sow the seeds of sisterhood. Hi, I'm Misty. And I'm Gina.
0: Welcome to another episode of Sowing the Seeds of Sisterhood. Welcome. In today's episode, we are going to be exploring what having a tribe and what sisterhood means to each one of us. Mm -hmm. And we're really looking forward to, we've got some amazing guests lined up that we're going to be having on and interviewing very soon, um, where we explore what having a tribe and having sisterhood and support mean to lots of different women and lots of different phases and stages in their life Uh, but before we did that and had guests we wanted to explore that with all of you for ourselves Mm -hmm. and help you understand what inspired this podcast and has inspired us to partner up together and go on this mission
1: yeah so we're just going to talk about our stories and go through a couple questions and um you know just Tell you how we got here. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: (laughs) so I mean, absolutely want you guys to know that some of the questions we thought that we wanted to ask of our guests that we thought, well, we should definitely ask this of ourselves as well is, you know, what does having a tribe mean to us? What does having, what does sisterhood mean to each one of us? Um, And I know that our answers are really going to be based on our own personal lived experiences. And so we're excited to share that today.
1: Yeah. So why don't we start with
0: Misty, what does a tribe mean to you? So I think for me, I always grew up hearing and understanding this idea that it takes a village. It takes a village to raise children and have a family. And when I became a mom, I absolutely 100% was like, yes, it This is not something I've ever done on my own. Do I ever want to do on my own? I lean heavily on a lot of women and men in my life to support me um, as a mother. But in also really taking a moment to pause as I entered into entrepreneurship, I realized that it takes a tribe to do anything. It takes a tribe when you become an entrepreneur. It takes a tribe when you are really looking to excel in your career. and so. For me in this journey of entrepreneurship and in partnering with Gina, one, I realized I enjoyed doing this work with someone and not just by myself Mm -hmm. and that it was going to take a lot of people supporting me and my business to do the things I wanted to do that. um, I could try to do everything all on my own. But the reality is, I wanted to leverage my strengths and focus on my strengths, and then leverage the strengths of others to help me get where I needed to be. So, for me, that's what having a tribe means. And so, for me, a tribe is made up of elders and people that may be younger than me, and men and women. And so, within the tribe, what sisterhood means to me is it is about having the ability to connect with women. And be supported in that way. And really because is is my have a wonderful husband and he's very, very supportive. But the real hold on. Oh sorry.
1: Let me let me tell you,
0: let's do my
1: version of tribe first before we do the sisterhood thing. Okay. Okay. Yes. That way we can like get into the sisterhood thing after. Sorry, I didn't mean to like stop here.
2: Perfect. Do you remember
1: what you said? (laughs) You remember what you were saying about sisterhood? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so what My version of a tribe means, and actually I didn't really get to, I didn't really think of it until Misty told me one day, you know, like your tribe is all around you. Like you don't need, um, you know, your family here and everything like that. And, and originally I hadn't really, really thought about it. You know, I had actually been thinking about tribe being like the people that were always closest to you. So um, I always thought of it as, you know, your your family, your close family, your cousins, your, um, you know, I don't know, even like sort of distant family, the people that were always included in your family. So when we started talking about this, I was like, well, I don't really have a tribe, and I always like saw it I've been seeing it being thrown around like a lot, not thrown around, but like talk people talking about like this is my tribe, this is my tribe, this is my tribe. And I guess I just didn't like connect the dots. and I guess maybe I wasn't meant to connect the dots until now mm-hmm. um because like I didn't think of it as being it could be anybody. It can be like the people that you're actually doing life with at the moment. And oh, I love that. And so like when you pointed that out, I was like you actually had me go through the steps you were like name the people that have been supporting you and so I named the people and then I was like naming people like hesitantly that do live far away but you were all but you also pointed out to me those are your tribe too even though they're far away they're still rooting for you they're still supporting you And they still love you. And, and, but right now, like I'm starting to see it grow. And now that I'm like open to it, Mm -hmm. my tribe is like growing and I'm, and I'm not really like, I feel like after COVID, a lot of us, And you know, what's funny is that when I shared um, this podcast with one of the girls that I've been doing workouts with this morning, you know, like we exchanged numbers and stuff. Um, I told her what the podcast was about and I was like, if you know, it's it's about, you know, creating community and recognizing who your tribe is. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, you don't see that that often these days. People yeah. have dropped off mm-hmm. really like supporting each other and creating a tribe just from everything that's going on in the world. Like people are so disconnected. And I realized that's like another layer mm-hmm. of what we can try to bring back together. Yes. Because like, it just, it like hit me and I was like, wow, I bet a lot of people think that. Yeah. So this can go like so deep. Your tribe can go like so deep and you know, it can be anybody. It can be the people that you're working out with. And even, you know, the girl that was doing, uh, you know, our workout today was saying, you know this is a, a place where you can come and feel comfortable no matter what's going on if you're going through struggles out of here you can come here and be comfortable and and get your mind off of things and get healthy and do and do stuff like that but mm-hmm. you know my tribe now you know is you and very close tribe but then we're building this whole thing mm-hmm. and it's like everybody like I'm starting to see like all these people that are part of like the same thing that we're doing. And even if they're not in the same wheelhouse of what we're doing, they have a nine to six or like, you know, they're a stay at home mom or they homeschool or something like that. We all have people that we can connect them with that Mm -hmm. can
0: support them. So I guess that's like my version of the tribe, but then that goes into sisterhood. Yeah. But I do remember we, uh, that conversation very vividly where and I hope it's okay that I share this because I think a lot of women are going to resonate with this. I think a lot of people resonate with this is the way we got into that conversation is you're like, I'm, I'm tired of doing this alone. Yeah. I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired of doing this. I did
1: say that a lot. I was like, I feel alone. Yes. I feel alone. I'm here alone. Like I'm, I'm doing this on my own because, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the first episode, but. I I'm currently going through a divorce so there's a lot of times even though like I have people that are very close to me and very special to me you know they be maybe doing their own thing and you may be doing your own thing and I just feel alone. Mm-hmm. But then you said
0: then I said, yeah, hold on a second because I do as as um for those of you who have watched the first episode or if you have it, you know, I I do um healing and coaching and this comes up a lot where people will say that very statement. I am so alone, tired of being alone. I feel alone. And it's a mindset. And literally what I had you do was close your eyes and just breathe and go within. And I'm like, I want you to picture all the people around you that are helping you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we take for granted and don't just don't take the time to acknowledge everybody that makes up our tribe. I mean, my son goes to Um, public school. So his teachers and everybody in that school, the cafeteria workers, the admin, they're all part of my tribe. They're all part of a system that helps to support me as a mother and helps to support my son.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And so, I mean, even if you're homeschooling, I know I have friends that homeschool their children, but they don't homeschool alone. They have a community Mm -hmm. of homeschoolers and a community where they get curriculum and where they get information. And so it It can be easy to think that you're alone, but then I have people talk about like the people that help you feel pretty that do your nails. I mean usually we have a favorite place that we go, people who do our hair mm-hmm. we We have more people in our community and more people that we trust than oftentimes we take the time to acknowledge and acknowledge the way in which. They do support us and take care of us. Mm -hmm. And especially when you are going through a transition is, is that it's taking the time to recognize that it feels very different, but it doesn't mean you're alone. Yeah. But it does feel very different and asking for support and asking for help feels different. I mean, there are times when I come home and I'm just like, okay, I've been with my son all day and I'm like, tag, you're it to my husband. Like I need 30 minutes to myself. But for you going through a divorce, that's bringing the girls over to my house and they go outside and play or going meeting up with a friend at the park where they can be in a safe place, but be away from you so that you have some time to just breathe and collect yourself. And so so a lot of times it's just taking the time to say, wait a minute, there are more people in my life than I realize, more people supporting me, helping me. And all I have to do is ask. Yeah. I'm not asking for the help I need. I'm not acknowledging all those that are a part of the support system, and so engaging differently with my support system from that place of awareness. Yeah, so that's a good story.
1: Yeah, and also on the other side of that is, you know, when you're going into these places, and and if you're like into really supporting small businesses and local businesses, you are doing you're supporting them by just being there, by saying. I can't believe you're doing, like, I can't believe you've, you've gotten this far. I'm so glad you made it through COVID. Um, Like just even like those small interactions where you're just like Mm -hmm. telling those people, you know, how appreciative you are of them um, just by being around, you know, like you're still on the other side of that and you're supporting them. You're, you've all, you've become part of their tribe, even if they don't recognize it. I love that. That's such
0: a beautiful point. You are a very important part of of many people's tribe. Yeah. And you probably don't even know it. You probably don't even know. You don't know because you go to the favorite coffee, your favorite local coffee shop, or you are volunteering as a room mom, or you are supporting someone in some way. I mean, I think sometimes we underestimate the value of just being out in public and making eye contact and smiling at someone. And that's a bit of kindness. Yeah, just like, I see you, I acknowledge you, hi. So yeah, that's such a beautiful point. I'm so glad you said that because not only are we all trying to figure out who is our tribe and how do we connect with them? And if we feel alone, how how do we shift that for ourselves? But also realizing that you're, an important part of lots of people's tribes as well Mm -hmm. and just taking a moment to say oh wow you know i have such an impact in ways i don't often give myself credit for or acknowledge yeah so thanks for saying that that's awesome you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) so i think within that so for 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 both of us i know we've had this conversation so for us i think it's important to acknowledge that the tribe includes men i have a lot of wonderful amazing men in my life Mm -hmm. and have um, You know, my entire life that have also been supportive of me. That being said, as much as they love me, they can tell you that they also don't know what it's like to be me. They don't know what it's like to be women in society. They don't know what it's like to be a woman and go through the things that women go through on a monthly basis and then through the stages of our life and the expectations that are placed on us. Um, And that's where I think sisterhood is important. And I can also say, because I have a son, and the time and the awareness that having a son has brought forward for me, and even with my husband, is understanding that I also don't understand the pressures that he has as a man. And what he goes through as he transitions through life from being a young boy to a teenager to a young man, expectations around getting married, becoming a father, being the provider and the supporter. What, what expectations are being placed on him? Um, on his the way he shows up physically you now I always am I was always so neck deep in my own awareness and my own stress and struggle of what I felt like with expectations that were being placed on me on how I looked and the clothes I wear and the way I show up in public I thought my husband would never understand because men don't have that same pressure but that's not true they do it's they, really not. they have Marvel it's characters yeah thrown in their face All
1: the time. I love that point that you make too, because like, I, I feel like a lot of boy moms are going to resonate with that. And maybe it's a chance to start to rethink like that. They are part of that too, that stereotype that women are closer Um, and and they can change it now, like even later, like even with like your husband or your significant other, just letting them know how how they matter, mm-hmm. even if it's like little things. Um, I know, you know, yeah, my uh father-in-law, my ex-father-in-law always used to tell me, all men need is a pat in the head every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. And like those words of affirmation, like mm-hmm. letting them know, like, you know, you're doing a great job. Yeah. And um, you know, they can they can shift that. And it's all like about in our in our statement, it's all about giving love and showing love Mm -hmm. to people because you don't know what people are going through Mm -hmm. at different times and you're interacting with them and you know just being kind giving a smile like you said yes and it could just literally like change their day even to like you know
0: those little boys that are all tough and stuff yes trying to be tough just like the Marvel, yes. Marvel characters. So my awareness moment came when my son was five and he he was, I think, four or five, and he came to me and was like, I need a six-pack. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Wait a minute. But I will tell you, before that moment, I didn't recognize that the men in my life had pressures I didn't understand because I'm not a man. And so I think that's why I feel like sisterhood is so important because we are we do, we have an understanding, right? We have very real lived experiences that are specific to us as women. And so sisterhood is important because as much as they may empathize with us or try to be supportive or try to be understanding, they have no idea what it's actually like. Um, And that's why I think brotherhood is also important um, in a help, you know, when we are doing those things in healthy ways is that you know, other men supporting men as they transition through their stages and phases of life. So that's what sisterhood is to me. So it's as a subunit within my tribe, but it's an incredibly important one because the struggles that I face sometimes as a mother were specific to the emotions that I'm having as a mom and the experiences that I'm having as a mom Mm -hmm. or as a wife or as a female in the workplace is um, a female in general in society and and so there's just that understanding just that unspoken understanding the great analogy I think I can make for this is I remember when I got pregnant I started telling everybody that we were expecting like this this automatic it was almost like what we felt like we were being inducted into a club my husband and I and you are because unless you've been pregnant and gone through having a child in the newborn phase you don't get it. No, you think you get it, but you don't get it. And you're gonna. I want you to speak to this. I have a, a, a twin sister who went through a divorce, and she said the same thing about that. She said the minute you tell someone, "I'm going through a divorce" or "I'm divorced," right? Yeah, and they have to. It's a, it's an automatic. Like they, they understand what you're going through yeah. in a way that your friends who haven't been through it think like, I hold space for you and I support you and I love you, but I don't understand in a way that those friends that you have that have already been down that path or currently in that path with you, you guys have the yeah. understanding. And that's, and
1: that's where I always see people like ebb and flow out of your tribe. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I have friends that I've had for, I don't know, since high school and they're in great, like one of them's in a great relationship. You know, she lives up in um, New England area and you know, I always see them doing great things, but we're in such a different time in our life right now that there's no, like, no matter what, like we've always been. We can go like six months and start off where we we start back where we left off, mm-hmm. just by talking to each other. But it's like, you know, right now it's it. I feel the struggle because she's such in a different place than I'm at, and I'm like, I just need this time, and. I'm not expecting any type of different support from her because it's like, I don't think she, I, I don't think she can understand it. But mm-hmm. and then all, all these other people that I, that I come across are stepping up yes. and they, and they come into your life almost like, you know, when it's appropriate or when it's, you know, supposed to happen. Yes. I love that. And it's like, that. and you feel that support from there, but you also know, you know, you have, the support from those people too it's just that mm-hmm. they don't understand it as well and i guess like the sisterhood thing is also with the brotherhood right mm-hmm. we're just kind of like this is like i feel like our podcast is to show the masculine the divine masculine that we all they need to do is just take a little bit of a sprinkle of our pixie dust <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, yes. and, to, and to just, you know, and to show them a little bit about that they have a tribe too, they have a support system mm-hmm. and they, and that's why, you know, we don't say sisterhood and brotherhood, but cause we want to sprinkle that little bit of sisterhood everywhere <laughs> onto them, you know, and just help them out and let them know that they're heard.
0: Yeah. We see you. We love you. We hope we, you know, definitely um hold space for your healing just like the divine feminine and women are traveling our path to healing. Yeah. And so that's so yes. Yeah, so again, our focus is on the sisterhood and we're gonna talk about that a lot. But you'll also find that we are very much aware of all the men that are so also supporting us in our in our life. And I know that every woman has different experiences with that. Yeah. Um and the like what you said to me. Sorry to interrupt you. Okay. No but you did.
1: You said you were like even even my ex is part of my tribe. Yeah. And that was hard to swallow. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, almost mad. <laughs> almost got all New York on her and was like, what do you mean? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because, you know, you know how the person I'm currently with is very supportive and yeah.
0: he's very kind and and he's always like pumping me up. And it's something that yeah, but but your ex is a part of your tribe in the way that he is still the father to your children, right? right? Yeah, he, I mean he's very involved in their lives. Like he's, you know, he's present and um, and so. But again, so but to your point, you're it's like, funny. I don't necessarily know that I want him to be, but that <laughs> it's awareness such resistance, right? Yeah, but knowing that that resistance is there, yeah. allows you to heal so that you can say, how do I hold space for, yeah, this person, knowing that I'm struggling to still heal from the things between us as two adults, mm-hmm. but also holding space for this man who is the father of my children. And I think that's just part of the healing process. And, and that comes when it can. Yeah. I yeah. think that's difficult. And- well, first
1: recognizing it mm-hmm. and then realizing how that feels like asking yourself, why am I feeling that way?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. when you're feeling fear or anger, I get it. You know, this is coming from her. <laughs> like, I, I can't take credit for this. But, um, you know, you say face, ask that emotion why it's here. Yeah. Like, and when we are talking about this kind of stuff too, I also want to mention that we do have a free journal that you guys can download and it's a meditation journal. So there, it oh. does start off with some meditations that yeah. you guys can, that can prompt you to get in a quiet space, even if it's like five minutes, I do it. Honestly, like, I'm not great about like sitting down and like, like meditating and being intentional, but my best times are like on the walk, on a walk with Evie, like taking my dog for a walk and I can hear everything around me and I'm walking, I'm active, or it's a lot of the times for people when they're driving in their car, because it's Mm -hmm. such a, yes, yes you know, like it's, you're on autopilot, so you can sit and you can like really start to breathe and like ask yourself, why am I feeling annoyed today? Or like, why is this emotion here? And that journal can kind of help you, you know, like jot down ideas, maybe when you know, you listen to this podcast, Mm -hmm. you can go, um, on our Instagram and there's a link tree in there and you can go ahead and put your email in and download
0: it right away. Um, or print it or whatever, however you like to do it. So yeah. something I want to circle back around that you said, that think also ties into journaling is journaling and the goal is to inspire you to be vulnerable, because to your point. It's amazing how the people we need in our life have a way of showing up when we need them. Mm-hmm. But in order for them to do that, we have to be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. So you have to be willing to say out loud, I'm going through a divorce and it's actually taking longer than I thought it would. Or it's been more painful or it's been ugly. Whatever it's been for each of you. Everybody has a different experience. And I think you can talk better to this than I can. But I think that in order to connect with people, you have to be willing to be vulnerable with yourself, but also be vulnerable with those around you in your circles to say, yeah, I'm actually, I'm struggling right now. I'm going through a difficult time. And then you'll be amazed at how people can step up and support you because now they know that you do need support in a very specific way. And so I think that that's been yeah. something that you've been experiencing.
1: Yeah. And I also know like by doing your meditations, um, I, I know now like what to listen for. Like I know to listen to my intuition on when that's an appropriate conversation, like, or like when I'm meeting somebody, when to to talk about something like that or just to leave it. So, um, that's like another thing, like, I don't bring it up all the time, but like, I'm like, I'll get certain cues or I'll, I'll feel inspired to say, yeah you know, like I'm going through it. I don't, I don't sometimes it just comes out and I'm like, oh, shoot, why did I just say that? Like immediately I regret it. And then the person's like, no way me too. And I was like, oh, well, that's why I said it. Yes. So, um, just listening to those like
0: intuitions, I guess. Yeah. Helps. And I think again, it just helps us to know when we connect and you also made a really good point. People ebb and flow. So I think that very, it's very rare for people to just fully exit our lives and we never see them again. But I think that them coming closer into your circle or moving further out, you know, when when um, we experienced this as as some of our closest friends, we all had children at different ages, and so you, there are some things that you just have in common when you're a parent mm-hmm. versus someone who doesn't have children, and so it's natural for that to to ebb and flow, and so it's just being open being open and allowing that movement in your life so that people come in and out and just being willing to be after you're open acknowledge and then accept that there's that support looks really different than what we may have thought and I think one of the things is just realizing we're not meant to do this alone I really strongly believe that yeah and and I do think as part of the resurgence of the sisterhood and and I I follow people on Instagram, and I'm sure all of you do on different platforms where in different podcasts where we're, again, encouraging this connection again, Mm -hmm. reconnecting, you know, especially after COVID. It was such a stark difference where we really got to see what being in lockdown and and shut away from people felt like and having that reconnection. Um, I think it's just being being open um, to. Having that look away, you didn't think. But I, it's so interesting that I'll hear sometimes women will come home. and They'll look, so and so helped, or I had a bunch of people that offered to help me, but I said no because I knew I had to figure out how to do this on my own. And I'm like, time out, like what? Mm-hmm. No, like, who told you? Take that. Help. So, yeah, that you're supposed to be doing this all by yourself. You shouldn't have any help. I mean, this is it's hard. okay to ask for help hard. too. It's, yeah. it's hard to
1: do for like for a long time. It was hard to do for me, and we know why Mm -hmm. because we went through um an exercise with that yeah but um like it's hard for me to ask for help sometimes you know like I always feel like I have to do it on my on my own or like figure it out or you know even when it comes to like when we're talking about building a business too and Mm -hmm. and she mentions you know sometimes we might want to like look into getting you know getting some of these things done for us and I'm like I can I can do it though <laughs> like doesn't but but that.
0: that. mean you should like it's okay to ask for help it is okay to ask for help but yeah. to your point I think that unintentionally for a lot of us as we were raised and even as we raise our own children we want to raise them to be independent meaning we try to do things we try to do hard things and we push ourselves <laughs> we want to do, we want to have that independence, but we forget to balance that with like, listen, you're not supposed to do life alone. The mm-hmm. point is not to be in a silo and to try to figure out how to do everything for yourself without reaching out into your network and into your tribe for help. And so I, sometimes I feel like there's a disconnect, which is what, you know, without going into it too much came up for you. But I feel like that happens for a lot of us is that in our parents' attempt to help us grow up and be independent, right? Tie your own shoes, get yourself dressed, get yourself up and out we of create own own We create our own narratives. We create yeah. our own narratives about it's up to me to do it all, and that's not that's not what they meant. And but sometimes we forget to go back and piece that together and say, yeah. okay, this is how being independent also fits in with having a tribe and asking for help when I need it and realizing that I don't have to do everything alone. I don't have to do everything by myself. And it's okay if I can't figure some things out. Um, that was one of the most beautiful things about Gina coming into my life is trying to be a solopreneur. And after she got into my life being like, I don't want to be a solopreneur. Can we be partners? (laughs) Yeah. Way more fun. This is more fun. But I, I mean, I, I know how to channel and I know how to coach people and how to help people heal, but that's great. But if nobody knows the, who you are and what you do and how to find you, I don't know that it matters and so then we started working together and that's really kind of how this was born it it just kind of naturally happened yeah and it is, we just keep and that's
1: another thing we'll keep we keep getting like shit we'll pull cards mm-hmm. like tarot cards right? or or oracle or cards
0: inspiration and,
1: cards yeah and we keep getting the same message and there's fifty. Cards in the deck, and the same one keeps popping up, and it's like you're on the right path.
0: Yeah, you're
1: you're already doing it.
0: Yeah, you're already doing. it. Stop overthinking stop. it, and you're
1: already doing yeah, it. Yeah, just do it. Like you know, just keep going. And um, you know, like to be vulnerable for a second. Yesterday, I was like, I, we were here and we were working, and I was just like not having it. I was mm-hmm. having just a hard. I was struggling yesterday. You know. And I sat down on the couch and I was like oh, like I just feel so tired and you get to that point where you're just like I just want to curl up in a ball and go to sleep and just not have to deal with any of this. But I sat on this couch for a little while. Like got my shit together <laughs> and went back over there and like finished a bunch of stuff. And I was like I have to push through this. Like it's not always easy. It's not always going to be easy. And yes, you can allow yourself time yeah. You have to listen to your body. But at the time I was like, oh, I'm not going to really lay down and take a nap right now. Um, That's not in the cards. So like, I just had to push through. And sometimes, you know, she was there to support me. And I know, you know, there's, uh, there were other people there to support me and they were cheering me on and that just made me feel better. Yeah. But you have to tell people like, you have to tell your tribe, you know, you're not feeling great. Yeah. It's, I'm struggling. I'm today. struggling. Yeah. Like, like, how are you doing? Well, I'm not doing great today. And they're like, well, I know you've got this. Like, and it just feels like, even though like they may have said it like a million times mm-hmm. before, it feels
0: good to, to hear it. That, uh, Yeah, absolutely. And knowing who within your tribe. So to your point, right. There's those of us who, when you're like, I'm just not feeling it today when it comes to my business mm-hmm. and fear has crept in. We're like, Oh my God, are we doing the right thing? Do I just go get a W-2 job again? Like <laughs> yeah. what am I supposed to do? Those are also days where the divorce thing is hard. So oh. you have those friends where you're, where they, they just, it's so funny how they just always happen to reach out on the days you're not doing well, how they yeah. happen to have that inspired nudge to reach out to you. where you are able to say, it's not a great day. You know, either I heard back from my attorney or this is happening with the court date or whatever is happening. For you to be able to say, you know, honestly, not great. And then they're there to tell you 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 do it does end. You do get to an end date. Things do get resolved. It yeah. You know. And then too, time yeah. is your friend. No, it doesn't always feel that way. But sometimes in these types of situations, time can be your friend. But you hearing that from someone who's gone through it, it's yeah. different. It does. Than yeah. someone who you're like, what do you mean what you do you mean no idea. Idea. you have no idea what you're talking about you don't know what this feels like and I'm like you're right I know so um we do need people who have gone through things that we can um we can acknowledge and and be aware of and honor all the experiences that we've had that make us different but choose to be united in all the things that we are the same mm-hmm. and allow space for us to connect and support with one another in a way that makes sense. So I know that we have a lot more that we want to share with you guys. Um, We want to talk more in our next episode about maybe the challenges that people are facing in trying to find a tribe and trying to connect, trying to find community. Um, We'll dive into kind of in person versus maybe remote or in platforms. How do we connect and, and build relationships and so we're just looking forward to continuing this conversation. And then, you know, once we wrap up from our perspective, we can't wait to hear from you guys. We hope to hear feedback. And, um, like Gina said, go to our Instagram page. Tell us what you want to hear about, what you want to talk about. How do you want to be supported in this podcast and through our Instagram page? How can we support you? Yeah. Like, how, what comes up in your head that's a block or like
1: what do you need clarification on? Because um I mean even even now like even though we've gone through all these things you know mm-hmm. um we want you to walk away with just the the keys and the knowledge to to use some tools on your own and to know that you're never alone because there are times still that like I'm at home alone and the kids are at their dad's house for the week and I am walking the dog and it's just me. And I have to remember what she said. Like you picture all of these people that are in your tribe that are supporting you around your house. Like they're surrounding your house and you're not alone. And instantly I don't feel alone. You know? So that's helped a lot. I'm glad I can do
0: that. (laughs) I don't like to hear people like I'm alone. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, you're not. You're not. Yeah. And you don't ever have to be. Yeah. So I know we have to wrap up, but we just want to say that, you know, if you like this, please, you know, like, comment, share with all the other sisters in your life that you think could benefit from this and benefit from being a part of our Sowing the Seeds of Sisterhood community. And please be sure to connect with us on our Instagram page. We've got some really cool and exciting things coming down the pipe there, especially um, on a membership level where yeah. we are going to be providing some inspired information and channeled information um, and just the support support on the sisterhood. Yeah. So we are
1: looking forward to talking again and um, you guys have a great day and week. And this is where it gets awkward. Cause I don't know how to say you goodbye.
0: Don't. Oh, <laughs> right. Because it's not goodbye. So what we're going right. to say is until next time See we are sending you so much love and like,
2: and all that stuff stuff.
0: Oh, and pixie dust and pixie dust dust. love you guys thank you for spending time with the sisterhood any links or resources will be posted in our show notes if you enjoyed today's podcast
1: please be sure to subscribe comment below give us a thumbs up and share with all the
0: wonderful women in your life and if you want to experience even more of what sowing the seeds of sisterhood has to offer be sure to visit us on our Instagram and check out our link tree.
1: Until next time, we are so grateful for you, our tribe, and we send you all the love and light.